Welcome to the Julie Lawton Living Podcast, the place to get advice, tips, and tricks to building the life and luxury home of your dreams with 30-year business owner, designer, and builder, Julie Lawton. It all starts with a good plan. This is Julie Lawton Living. Welcome back to another Julie Lawton Living Podcast. Before we get started, don't forget to click the link below and check out my seven simple steps to a five-star experience for your remodel or your new home build. And it's a very handy-dandy guide to help you survive the process and avoid a nightmare. So again, check the link out below for the Julie Lawton's seven simple steps to a five-star experience. Today's topic is what's it like to be a woman in construction? What's it really like to be a chick in the field? Yeah, the girl in the dirt with all the men. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So when I started out in construction, I was working for an architect in New York City, and I was 21 years old. I just gotten out of college. It was 1985, and back then the ladies had big hair, and um, it was like this, but bigger. Anyway, and um, short skirts, well, business skirts, and um, high heels. You know, it was professional work attire. So I went to work in a skirt and heels. And then when I go to the job site to measure, I was still in that skirt and heels. It's funny. And then um, um, it's, yeah. And then it's, it's just funny because it was the time period, you know, the ladies dressed a certain way and the men dressed a certain way. And, um, but being a woman in the dirt, I don't remember putting boots on to go to the job site. I seriously went in my heels. I swear. I think I might've changed shoes, but it's, um, Going to the job site, because I worked on buildings that were 40-story high-rises, like real construction sites in the city. So I'd show up, and there was a cat calls, the whistles, and very respectful, though, because I was doing my job, and I always kept my nose down, you know, my head down and nose nose to the grindstone, because I'd show up with my plans, and I'd measure everything, because I was the one responsible in the office to go out, going out and measure and checking the field measurements, making sure everything would work. And um, But it was, you know catcalls and, you know, the girls, one girl on the job site, that's it. I mean, I knew one female architect back then. She There's only one girl in the office um, at the time, a woman architect. She never left the office. and um, But I was in the field a lot. So my point is I've been standing in the dirt in the construction site since I was 21 years old. And so I, mean, I was born to do this and I'm doing what I should be doing, which is the funny part. And it's my passion. But being a woman in construction is like they always assume you're this or you're that because they don't ever expect you to know about construction. Because when I got my contractor's license, I was tested constantly. And because there's a whole lingo we, the contractors, us contractors have, because when we talk, because the process, it's almost like a foreign language, but it's, um, it's funny because I was tested constantly because they just assume girl means bimbo. I don't know, but that's kind of what it was. So girl means mom, girl means wife, girl means, you know, pound cake. I mean, there's just <laughs> the whole thing about women. And because, you know, think about when did women enter the workforce? It was like during the Nixon era and there was all these rules and rights because sexual harassment it was rampant. I mean, I mean, think about the first woman in the office and the whole, all the things that were changed in the 70s to protect the workplace and make it safe and, um, you know, survivable. So the 80s was 
part of that was a leftover of what was happening in the office and the sexual harassment and all that good stuff and the ass slapping and the constantly being asked out for dates and, uh, you know, um, but yeah, it's come a long way. Thank God. 2024. It's a new world. Everybody's pretty much equal. You know, the woman aspect in the field isn't looked at as bad, but it's still there. So being a woman in construction, it's still scares men. Like, what does she know? Who, who is this girl? What's going on? So it's an interesting reaction I get still in the dirt today, but it's fun because I'm old and I have respect because I know my business, but um, it's um, it's still an interesting reaction. So for me, I am a designer I was I have a God-given talent to be able to draw. I've been drafting since I was 14. I've been doing the architecture. Architecture was first. Then I went into interior design because, you know, I was interested in how humans function in the space, the whole ergonomics of it. You know, interior design is not decorating. It's how you live and function in the space and how you react to everything, the colors, the texture, the light. It's how your, your experience in the dwelling, in the structure. So... That's a whole thing. Interior design is like a science. And then you have decorating, which is the sofa, the furniture, and the accessories, sort of like your earrings. It's the accessories. So this whole thing of being the architect and the interior designer and the custom kitchen designer, I've done everything possible to educate myself and get all the degrees and all the um, experience. But what I realized is that for my clients, have me having to work with a contractor after I left New York City where it was all professional and lovely and came to residential it was a fucking shit show. So I said, fuck this. I am not dealing this. I cannot survive. So I became the contractor because I was already doing it because like I said in my other podcasts, 50% of my work came because the client had fired their architect, fired their designer, fired their contractor, and they were in a hot mess. And I was called to rescue or save the day or at least explain how to get out of the nightmare. So I am very um, much a due diligence, show up, do what I'm going to, you know, say, I say what I'm going to do and I do it. I mean, I, I'm no nonsense. So this is my personality and people recognize that. So my point is, after helping people survive their remodels and get out of their shit show, for the first 10 years in Laguna Beach, I just became the contractor because it was a no brainer. I should be doing this. So I got my license. And the reason I did it seriously is because I could and I should, and it's what I meant to do and I do it well, but I did it because I wanted to save the client from the nightmare. I wanted to save the client and have them be able to have a seamless process where they don't get stressed out and pulled in a million different directions by the seven people you have to hire to do this process. So I really did it to benefit the client. And then it changed my world because the stress is gone because I don't have to deal with anybody that's screwing up the project or no show or, you know, all these things that happen um, for the people that do it unprofessionally. So the, but I did it to save the client because the client deserves a stress-free process. You shouldn't be, you should not be put through hell because you want something built you should, it should be a lovely process because when you're designing something, you're making your dreams come true. It's a, it's supposed to be a beautiful experience because you're actually, someone's helping you make your dreams come true and meet your goals and help you set your goals so you can meet your goals 
and the expectations should align because the person leading you through this lovely process is a professional. So um, it's, you know, I did it because I want my clients to have a lovely experience. And then they hire me, the girl that gets it done. I mean, I'm known as the girl that gets shit done. Seriously, I have, a <laughs> it's funny. And um, I love doing it and I do it quite effortlessly and fast, which surprises people, but I have a team, you know, so it, that's a whole nother thing. But the point is I did it to help the client. So being the woman in construction, I don't know. I'm just, it's not, I'm, I'm organized. I'm a lot of women, you know, are kind of more organized than men. They always say that, you know, we multitask better, but being a woman in construction, I mean, it's easier for me, maybe because I'm an A-type personality. I'm an ENTG on the Myers-Briggs thing. Look it up. I'm like a general. I mean, I run a tight ship. So it may be just my personality, but being a woman in construction and being the designer, I am passionate because I am the one that drew the plans and I'm developing the dream. So there's a whole combination of that power force, that whole energy of me getting that plans on paper into reality and being the woman. I don't know if it's just because, um, of my particular personality or just the passion of the designer getting the job done, but being a woman in construction is a lot more, um, the woman and the designer in construction is a lot more efficient for the client, but it makes it so much easier for the men and the subs because I show up knowing exactly what's needed because I am the architect and the designer. I'm doing the architecture and the design and all the details in person instant decisions, instant answers, no waiting around. I'm not just running a crew. I'm building something from the plans. So it's, it's kind of fun. And then being the woman, I don't know, there's just a different respect too. It's, it's kind of cool. I don't know. It's, it, I get a different, um, you know, it's a different respect. And I think it's boils down to my personality type because, you know, when I show up, shit gets done. So if you're a woman and you're thinking about getting into construction, whether you're, you know, changing your career or you're just getting started. I mean, I met a girl the other day who's 18. Her dad's a contractor and a lawyer and he's got all this knowledge. So his advice to her was to become a contractor and, you know, become a builder. Um, but to do that, you need to have the thing is like I have the architectural design experience. So you know how to read plans and all that good stuff. But if you really want to do what I do, you should get a degree in design or architecture and then get your contractor's license. And then you're, you're then you're truly the one-stop shop. That's one approach. And if you're already an architect or an interior designer, think about being a contractor. If you're good at that, there's a whole personality that comes with doing that. So if you're not good at, you know, running the show and being the boss and taking all the heat and all the pressure every single minute of every single day, don't do it. But um, I enjoy it. Stress doesn't bug me. I give stress. I don't get stressed. You know, that's my grandma's model. Also, <laughs> it runs in the family. We don't get stressed. We run the show and uh, keep things organized. But if you're a girl in construction, a woman in construction, and you have dreams of being in construction, the best thing is um, there's two options. You could become a, a laborer, like a welder, and drive a, you know, drive a crane. You know, I have a friend that uh, on Instagram, that's she, what she does and heavy equipment, or, you know, you can do something, uh, especially trade and you make good money at that. Just so you know, um, you could become a carpenter, you could sling drywall. And, um, but the other thing, the number one 
place to start for women is project management. You could go work for a commercial company. You could go work for one guy that's not good in the office, you know, so that you could do residential or commercial, but project management is the best way to dip your toe in and get started. And then you decide if you're going to have any other assets about plans and design, but you got to know how to read plans anyway, because once you become a project manager, you get exposed to the whole process from conception to completion. And that's how you learn the best. So I always recommend um, project management to women who want to get in construction. Well, thank you for joining me on another episode of Julie Lawton Living podcast. And I really enjoy, you know, this business. It's like my passion and it was, it's my dream to make it a seamless, lovely process for the client. And being a woman in construction is wonderful. I mean, it's, it's unique. It's fun. It's not scary. There's nothing to be scared of. It's not like, you know, you don't have to worry that you're not going to fit in because when you're in construction, it's all about knowing what you're talking about and having the experience. And the only way to get the experience is get out there and do it, get in the dirt and do it, whether it's going into a trade or being a project manager, but don't be afraid of it. Just do it. So it's, it's a wonderful thing because the construction and the remodeling is never going to go away. Everybody needs to improve their home. Think about it. It's a gold mine business. It's a, it's an endless um, opportunity for jobs. So don't forget to hit the seven simple steps and I'll tell you about the whole process from conception to completion, how to avoid a nightmare basically, but it's my seven simple steps to a five-star remodel or new home construction build. Check it out. See you on the next one. And thank you for joining me and I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Julie Lawton Living. For more information or to connect with Julie one-on-one, visit julielawtonliving.com. And don't forget, it all starts with a good plan.